Welcome everybody to Asset Blocks Business Owner Edition because wealth creation is different for Australian business owners. This is it, Charlie. This is the start, the introductory episode to the what, the why, and who of Asset Blocks for Business Owners Edition. So, do you have a disclaimer for us? Absolutely. I'm going to go into this right now. This is not personal financial advice. Everything we share on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Now, if you are the type of person that listens to a podcast and goes out there and just acts sporadically on that, this show probably isn't for you. And this show, well, I'll just say you probably won't qualify to do a lot of the things that this show represents in ideation. Yeah, and that's super important, especially because we're going to be talking about this podcast, the broader content, what it's about, its value to you as an Australian business owner as well. So, because you are curious about us and welcome to the journey as it starts, or even if you're from the future and you've heard about Asset Blocks and you're now coming back to episode number one, we appreciate you and you're going to get a lot out of it. So, if you have any questions or need to get access to any resources, go across to assetblocks.com.au, download and get access to the free training, the tools, the guides, and everything that you need. And as you enjoy this content, be sure to subscribe and share this to anyone else that you know who's in the same situation. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, let's dive headfirst into this. Why are we even doing Asset Blocks Business Owner Edition? Yeah, great question. I want to share some stories on this one because I think it paints the picture really well. I've been really curious and interested as my journey as a business owner of how many business owners get into business because they want to achieve wealth, they want to achieve time freedom, like they want to achieve a level of freedom and then so very few do. Most of the business owners I come across, to be frank, are on a hamster wheel. They're working their ass off and majority of them would probably, and I hate to say this, be better off in jobs. They really would. So many end up worse off. So many end up working past into retirement. So many have this idea that they're going to sell their business someday and make a fortune. And it just doesn't happen for a lot of people. It really doesn't. Do you think it's because of an overinflated sense of wealth or that the business is the dream that people are looking for? Like, like why? Like, That's a great question. I'm not sure I have all the answers, but I certainly see some of the symptoms. Like I see a ton of business owners out there, once again, that are too busy trying to look rich and impress people rather than actually be rich. I also think the education is incredibly poor. I, um, I heard this point not long ago from uh, another person or another podcast, I should really say, where they said, as a business owner, you spent all your time actually learning how to get good at business. And I concur. I've spent so many hours, so many days and days and days and days learning how to get business better at business. But when the time came to start focusing on my wealth and money, I'd spent next to no time. Like I'd read Rich Dad, Poor Dad maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> that was about it. it. Was, yeah. And, and it was fascinating because I went on a very similar journey where it was all about generating that value in a company so i would retain the profits in the business recruit more sort of go for a bit more growth or if i ever took profits out i would go and invest it in what another business (laughs) or i'd come out with another product or another service right and i was in exactly the same journey like i was reading the barefoot investor i was reading rich dad poor dad but everything was so generic 
right? It was applying this uh, points of, hey, if you just buy this or if you set up your bank accounts this way, then you're going to be better. But I'm like, wait a minute, a lot of that doesn't apply. I'm in Australia or a lot of that doesn't apply because I'm not an employee. The, the, it's so challenging for me. And this is why like Asset Blocks Business Owner Edition came to be. So Charlie, as we go deeper into this, what should everyone expect from Asset Blocks Business Owner Edition? Yeah, another great question. I look at this and go, what I want you to expect is that we're going to be able to bridge that education gap. We're going to help make a lot of the uh, investment ideas and uh, things you'll see out there in the marketplace more specific for business owners. So for example, and I'm just going to use this one as an example here, I think a lot of people in Australia invest in property, but very few have been able to say, well, how is this relevant for business owners? How could a business owner do it? Because it is different. If you are, or if you do have your own business and you want to buy a house, even the lending side of things, like actually getting borrowing, is so different compared to a person who's employed and has a job. And I think if you don't know how to navigate that or experience it, you can have a very horrific experience with trying to get access to things like finance. And that was certainly me. I remember going to my broker. I, I wanted to uh, buy a house, and we went in there. And uh, I don't want to say he uh, spat at me. But kind of. He's kind of sitting there, he's like, no chance, buddy. It just like, he's like, oh, you want to borrow some money? He's like, how long have you been in business? He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, I know where this is going. Have you had an experience like that? Have you ever had something where you've gone into this trying to, I suppose, be like everyone else and realized as a business owner, this set of, uh, the rules are different. The game so is I've, different. So I've had all of these experiences, right? So I, I went and... Uh, tried to apply for a home loan. Business wasn't old enough. I then, uh, years later, years later, uh, I went and invested in a business that had quite a bit of debt and became a director for it. <laughs> no bueno. Like, they look at the books and you got a boatload of debt and they're looking at you and you're a director. Okay, cool. There's the door. You can uh, just do a 180 and exit out of this place. And so I've had to navigate all of these different things and I sit there and like, where do you get answers for that? As a business owner, like I'm sitting there going, okay, business is not old enough. What options do I have besides sitting on my hands and waiting? And that's actually what I did. But worse off, I didn't actually just sit and wait. I actually just completely disbanded the whole concept of going, cool, I'm going to invest in my personal wealth. And I actually compounded and just focused in on investing more in businesses because I understood it. I didn't understand this banking world. I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. But then also the d director situation, I'm like, okay, well, I just can't change that. It is a situation that I could not change at that point. So I completely have gone through the exact same approach. And this is why this show is so important because we're going to be covering topics like that. Like how do you overcome it? But also what as a business owner should you passively and actively being focused on? right? Should you really be investing in things or for your personal wealth and your wealth generation that it's going to pull you away from your business? And how do you navigate those roads? How do you know what to really sort of step into and what not to step into? Yeah, such a good point. It's been a huge path of trial and error for myself personally. And I will say I've been frustrated at many points on the journey, just trying to decipher how this works. Yeah. And it's, it's always challenging because... Uh, to that point, there's so many books, like, and that might be written by Australian authors that have that personal bias. Oh, come over this way. This is the best. This is the best opportunity. And you're like, but is it? How, how do I take an unbiased view? Like, to be honest with you, I don't care where I invest my money as long as it gets the best return. 
right? My personal wealth and my wealth generation is the outcome, right? So I don't care the mechanism. So thinking about that, who who is this really for? Like, I know it's called Asset Blocks Business Owner Edition, so it kind of applies a bit of a concept, but who's it really built for? Yeah, so... I would say the person who's going to get the most out of this and get the obvious out of the way is an Australian business owner. All right, that's who this podcast is built for. But to go deeper than that, it's likely someone who's achieved a little bit of success in business already. They've probably already got a home or bought a home or thinking about buying a house and they're really getting to that stage where they say, now what? All right, I'm starting to see some money in my bank account. What do I do with it? I'm starting to look at the opportunities that exist in this world and want to know what's available to me and how I can make the most out of it. They're the ones going to get the most out of it. I would also say, and this is another point here, is this is for the business owner that realizes that they can't keep doing what they're doing, that if they keep just focusing on their business, that that's going to end up a trap for them. Like it's going to be just the equivalent of being employed. And that is probably a path we haven't elected to go for specific reasons. I don't know about you, but I signed up for this game as a business owner to achieve more than I could in uh, an employed career path. That was my reasoning. Now, I know some employees do well and I'm not going to knock that, but this path was very, very advantageous for me in that idea. That's why I got into it. Yeah, and it's it's been a challenge for me and and this is why I like who is it for. So, for me personally, I'm high risk, high reward. I control my destiny. If I want to make more money, I just sell more products, right? However, unless I extract some of that and put it into wealth creation, I'm always going to keep repeating the exact same cycle. And so I think you touched on a really good point there, which is for the business owners who feel like they're in a bit of a hamster wheel, right? They go, I can make money. I can pull out profits, but either I'm reinvesting it back into the business or I'm buying a bigger personal house for me or a nicer car or something like that. But after a decade in business, and this was me, I'm like, what do I have to show for it? What happens if the business is closed? What happens? Like, knock on wood, that never happens. But I'm like, where's the security? Where's that wealth creation that I have put in that I'm sitting there going, ah, cool, it's fine, right? Which I just did not have. So if, if you're an Australian business owner as well, that's looking at this going, my only wealth is in the businesses, then this is exactly what you need to be listening to as well. Yeah, I don't think enough people take that seriously. I I had a moment where things really changed for me, Grant. Um, And at that moment that, oh, sorry, at this point in time, that moment is about three foot tall. Um, So I have a a child and I realised pretty much around the time he was being born that for whatever reason, if I couldn't work in my business, so maybe I'm sick, maybe the industry changes, you know, Blockbuster Edition, Kodak Edition. But for whatever reason, if that was to change, how was uh, Jack, my little one, going to be looked after? Or how would my wife be looked after in that? And time and time again, uh, many business owners get not wiped out by just ignoring those risks. And I think that is a very real reason to why business owners need to build something outside of their business. My personal belief, and I won't say this has to be uh, true for everyone, but I think it's way too risky to have all your eggs in business on the assumption that you're going to be able to sell it one day or make a fortune with it. I think very few people do it. It would be the equivalent of uh, buying lottery tickets as a wealth strategy. Yeah, and I wholeheartedly agree. And I love <laughs> I love the Kodak and the Blockbuster example because if anything has proven, it's that businesses aren't forever, right? So most businesses will need to completely pivot 
or close and reopen something else probably once every 10, 15 years. So as a business owner, just think about that, right? Whatever you have today will probably not be necessary in 10 to 15 years, whether it be through automation, whether it be through an abundance of resources, being able to do that skilled labor globally that now become cheaper, et cetera. So that means that wherever you are, if you're 20, 30, 40, et cetera, you're going to have to rotate your business how many times before you finish? Now, if you're focused in on reinvesting those profits into the business that has a finite expiry date, unless like there are a percentage of businesses that will get through it, sure. But probability suggests that there's going to be an end point. There is going to be a point where it goes and does that state of inflection. And so how do you offset against that risk? To your point, the Kodak and Blockbuster moment. So I, I love this. But one of the biggest things, which is why this is being created, is the difference. But it is so different on making money as a business owner in Australia than making money as an employee in Australia. It is fundamentally different. The rules are so different. Right, so I'm going to let this is a topic I could talk about for about hours. Right, so I'm going to let you kick it off and start it. Well, we so we could actually we should actually do a whole episode just on this, but I'll, I'll go through some of the ones that are obvious. I think uh, from a business owner perspective, uh, as business owners, we have the ability to earn more that most employees don't have. So, for example, if I need an extra thousand dollars this month, I don't have to be extra frugal or save harder or not spend, I can actually make an extra $1,000 in a month. So that's how things are fundamentally different, number one. Uh, Number two is if you're employed, you get paid as a PAYG, where as a business owner, you can elect to get paid through dividends, PAYG, through trusts. Like you have vehicles available to move money that uh, employees don't have. And again, that's this one here is huge because if you don't understand those ones properly, you're missing out on probably the biggest advantages that come from being a business owner that you can use in this area. But once again, no one tells you, or at least they don't, didn't tell me. I suspect didn't tell you. And of the people I know, we still seem to very be very well uninformed on those topics from there. But those two stand out to me immensely. Yeah, and I, I find it completely different from the other side of the spectrum as well, which is the education component, right? So there is a lot of sort of professional services or coaches that try and sell it directly into business owners, right? And they throw this wealth creation across the top of it. However, it's very biased towards a single thing. And it doesn't factor in everything that you've spoken about, right? It doesn't factor in, okay, what about the, what about the structures? It doesn't factor in, what about the leverage? It doesn't factor in all of these different parts, right? Where it's, well, if you're an Australian business owner, who cares the vehicle of your wealth creation? It doesn't matter. Whether it's property, shares, crypto, it doesn't matter, right? But we're going to be diving into, well, which one's going to be the best, right? And that's what's different is if you put the Australian business owner mindset of where should I be putting my money to get the greatest return, which is what are the services that I should offer and what are the products I should sell that's going to have the greatest profit that can scale into the, the wealth creation component of your life, that is where that big difference is. Right? If you take an employee approach to investing money to create your wealth, it does not work. It's not a one-to-one equation here. It is you have got this great asset in your business to create personal wealth or wealth creation. It, it's just not the same mechanisms. And every book in Australia that talks about, well, this is how you can do it, 
is all targeted to people who, to your point, Charlie, have PAYG or a superannuation retirement plan, which us as business owners, we don't always have. <laughs> I know my super would be looking 10 times better if I was an employee and that's deliberate, right? So I, it is I often so think about it like this, right? It's like, um, it's like you're sitting at a poker table and as a business owner, you've got like, you know, it's called pocket aces. You've got two aces sitting there and you're playing poker, right? Except you don't know you have two aces, Right. Yeah. It's like this weird thing and it's like you look at around the table and like you think, oh, this guy's got two kings. He's doing, so, you know, but it's like, no, no, you just got to play the game a little bit differently. Like you've got a different hand. If you know how to use that hand, you can do extremely well out of this. But if yeah. you don't, this can be an, un, an unwielding situation. And I also mentioned a lot of the providers in Australia aren't used to working with Australian business owners. So they don't understand that, hey, hey, you can't, in this example, like you've got to make payroll this month. Like, you've got to keep lights on. You might have to do some drastic moves that would have your needs be very, very different. Yeah, and that also brings with it that risk mitigation component. So why is, why is it important for people to think about it now? Because obviously people listening to this could be a business owner. It's 20, 30, 40, 50, right? Like, why is it so important for them to realize that wealth creation is important for them right now, but also to understand these things that can generate wealth can be ballooned or, or compounded with good growth thanks to their business. Yeah, I, I look at this and this is, I think Einstein called this the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. And it's true, the uh, earlier you start in investing, the earlier you start with wealth creation, the easier it is. I also look at it and go, if you leave this too late, the moves you have to take to achieve a great result in a short window are actually like incredibly high risk. So if you start early and or as early as possible and get your head around these concepts, it gives you plenty of room to reduce your risk and take your time, have room for mistakes and correct anything along the way. If you save this till you're in your late 50s or 60s, I, I would almost say this podcast isn't for you. I would say that once you go past a certain point, the moves you can make just become so li limited. And again, why I want to do this show so much and why I'm so passionate about this topic is to really inform people before they hit that tipping point. I think it's imperative that we take responsibility for this. And again, one of the things I find so fascinating, I don't know a business owner that doesn't take responsibility for their business. It's like they're like, yes, this is mine. I'm in control of this. Yeah. But when it comes to money and wealth, it's like that hasn't translated across in the same way or there is that false belief that, no, no, someone's going to buy this for a bajillion dollars one day. I don't need to worry about it. Well, my kids yep. are going to want to take it over. But like, again, we just don't see that. Like, I don't see that commonly in a lot of cases. In most cases, for the people that I know and the families that have got a business, the kids run the other way. <laughs> they, they see the stress. They see the pressure that the mum or the dad has gone through to try and make that business earn money and stay afloat. The late nights, the Saturdays, the Sundays, everything. And they're like, I don't want to borrow that. Well, why would I ever want to continue that? You mentioned a really good point around like, why do we want to create this, right? Why are we so darn passionate? So, Charlie, tell us a little bit about you, like your background, like what makes you able to be talking about this topic at all? Yeah, great question. Um, I've, I've probably been in business for about, I would say, 10 years now, a little bit over. And I've been very fortunate to find some success in business. Like I've had some great years. I've had, certainly had some challenging ones as well. But I hit a point where I had, well, was very fortunate that me and my wife 
decided that all the proceeds we were going to take from our business, we were going to pay down our house. So the journey I took is seeing uh, success in business, we bought a house and then our strategy was just pay this thing down. Like how good would it be to have a paid off house? So we did that. We actually achieved that on my 30th birthday. So just before my 30th, I had a paid off house and I was really happy until I realized how much I'd left on the table by not investing at all. We didn't have any investments. And when I looked at one of these comparison charts of someone who had invested well versus paid off their mortgage, I actually was like, I don't want to say felt a little bit sick, but definitely felt a little bit sick because I realized there's this whole other world that's out there and I wasn't going to be capable of getting the results I wanted if I just focused on paying off my own house. Now, I know a lot of people out there probably never get to that stage of doing that and I'm incredibly grateful to have done what I've done. But at the same point, that was really the start of the journey that piqued that question of, well, now what? Now what do I do? How do I approach this? And then for the years past that, through pure trial and error, through pure trying to work this out of going, okay, well, here's a strategy. How does this apply to business owners? Here's, or me, myself, as the business owner, Here's something else I see doing. Maybe it, maybe it's property, maybe it's shares. How does this work for me? How is this good for me as a business owner or not? And eventually I've worked to a system where I've been able to achieve some results. I've been able to achieve some things and I'm very fortunate to this day. I have a substantial uh, portfolio behind me where I'm now at a point where I don't need to worry about business. If things were to finish up today, which I don't want them to, I love what I do and I love doing business, but I don't have to worry about money ever again. And I want that for every business owner. I want those business owners that uh, have kids and have families to live in the way I do, knowing they're going to be able to be taken care of, regardless if they get up and get on the hamster wheel or not. And I'll share one more point on this, is being able to get up from that place and do work you love from a person, not having to worry about money in that same way, is just a different game. Like I love what I do. I love the stuff I get to create. I embrace the challenges differently. I don't work with people I don't want to work with. And I now have the time to create podcasts like this. Like this is from a place of passion and excitement. Like I'm I'm, uh, terribly excited to share all these things so other people can have what I have today. I absolutely love it. And for me, like journey's not too dissimilar, but I've come from a completely different direction. So for me, I've been in business since I was like 18. Um, Just so you know, Charlie, I do have a degree that says I am an entrepreneur. So don't worry about that. (laughs) I am one of those very few people in Australia. It's good to know you've got that. Good to know. (laughs) Because I I wasn't one without it, right? Uh, But then when I I started businesses, right? So I I stepped in, built my agency, uh, grew that. I moved overseas and all of my wealth was in this business. Started making more money. So what did I do? I did everything. I did the same thing that every business owner does. Let's go and invest in another business. So I went and built another business. And then what did I do? I went and built another one and another one until I had, I think it was like four or five e-commerce stores. I was consulting to another business and then I had the main agency. And I'm like, ah, this is the business owner until I got pulled into too many directions. So e-commerce stores, like everything's burning and this thing's burning. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I just try and put out all the fires I possibly can. And then I was like doing speaking at the time overseas and stuff like that. And I was always quoted of the guy that was working 90 to 100 hour weeks. And I love it, right? Like problems are my jam. 
But as a business owner, I was just so into it, into this is it. I'm just going to read more books, educate myself, educate myself, and just be the world's greatest business owner. This is what I love doing. This is it. And so then e-commerce store dropped off, dropped off. I acquired another one, got rid of that one. I sold one uh, agency. I'm like, cool, I'm going to pivot the agency because the services we were doing wasn't as profitable anymore for the clients that we're offering it to. And so it was like, pivot. Okay, cool. Now I'm starting from scratch again. Built that. And I'm like, cool, now I've got some money in a bank account. What did I do? I went and founded a SaaS company, <laughs> right? And so cool. But, but okay. this, is, this is a common story, right? Business owners start seeing some success in business and then the way they think to get to the end game is doing more business, getting, yeah. getting involved in more businesses. Second business syndrome, third business syndrome. But It's a thing. Because I always looked at it. It was like that was the skill set. The skill set, like if you looked at like, I've got hundreds of books and I've read hundreds of them. And all of them are how to build a business, how to sell, how to market, how to do operations, all that. And there's this like little slither of some sort of personal like wealth sort of strategy things. Like you've always got the rich dad, poor dad in there. But I'm like, but it's like that in comparison to everything else. It's like 99% business books. And so as I got deeper into software, then uh, I poured like six figures into it, which to your point, it's literally the house. Right, cool, just go and throw it into there. Uh, recruited a whole heap of people and then I invested in another SaaS and then it got to a point of me going, in, this is interesting and me bringing another opportunity for us investing into a business to my wife and I'm just like, hey, did you want to invest in this one? She's like, what are you trying to achieve here? She's like, you enjoy what you do and like no one, like I wake up before I'm in the morning, no one pokes me out of bed. Like I jump out of bed every day. I love it, right? Because that's what I do. But she's like, what are you doing? She's like, we're going to have a family soon. <laughs> like, at what point are you going to say, cool, this is how the family is secure. This is how us as a family is going to grow. This is how you're going to spend more time with the family, etc." cetera. And that, that put me on my butt. I'm just like, you're right. Like that, what, what outside of these businesses, which is just this forever game that I've just been playing this hamster wheel, which is what we always call it. I'm just, I love it and I'm in it. And I was like, I wouldn't change it for the world. But this wealth creation component outside of a business didn't exist. Just did not exist outside of some good cash in a bank account. It just was nothing. I, I must have been. I, I was delusional here and I wonder if the same is uh, true for you. Did you just think that it was all going to work out someday? That like somehow whatever you're doing was like, no, 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 this is the ticket. I automatically get this whole wealth component thing because I'm doing business. Well, it was, yeah, it, and it was, but it was also the, you know what, if we desperately needed a car, there's cash there, go, go buy a car. <laughs> like if we, if we had a baby, okay, cool, like there's cash there, like no worries at all, go and have a baby, right? Oh, you want to, oh, you want to send the kid to school? There's cash there, go and send the kid to school, right? But it was not a reflection of, okay, well, what impact does that have? Like, well, if I wanted to buy this thing, well, I got to work, I got to put in the hours and I got to sell more, I got to do all those kind of things. And so then it was uh, through quite a few different conversations and really trying to figure out, well, what does this look like? Only because I think my wife would have <laughs> kicked me out the door if I didn't look to try and solve it. I've gone, what, what is this wealth creation game? And that's where you and I have had a lot of conversations and that's where my personal wealth has started growing because it's now, okay, go and invest in the wealth, the, create the wealth for the family, build the options. And so now our portfolio is growing. The, we are applying the asset block business owner edition methods so that we can build this 
outside of the business realm. Now, just because I get up at 4am and just smash everything I do for a business is a completely different story, but that's by choice, right? Like I don't have to plow as many hours into it. And so that's like my story is not too dissimilar, but I'll, the, the whole goal to answer your question as well was like one of the, the businesses was about a hundred million dollar exit. And I look at that and I'm like, God, oh, that's going to be amazing. What are you going to do then? Oh, I'm going to buy some houses and I'm going to invest in some property and I'm going to do all this stuff. And it's like, why wait? <laughs> why? Why wait? Makes no sense because the risk is just so high to wait. Completely. And, and again, it's like I find an interesting thing in my own experience and I wonder if you've had the same is that uh, this game we play of wealth creation, and I call it a game, but it's no different to developing a skill like marketing or like mm. sales or like operations. It's like this is something you can develop and bring into your own toolbox in this example to achieve great results as well. So once you understand it, it's just something you can really add as a skill set like a business. Exactly. But it's also how do you do it without taking your eye away from the business? Like how do you do it in a way that not all of your t- attention is diverted to this? Right? And that's well, we're going to cover this show. I think we do a whole episode on that. <laughs> and, uh, which is why it's so, so important. And it's actually a really good way to end the episode because it just validates why it is so different for Australian business owners creating their wealth, right? Because you you need to focus on the business. The wealth and the assets that you use to generate your wealth needs to support that lifestyle that you have chosen, right? Whether you want to continue it or not and whether it's creating you options or whatever it is, it doesn't matter as how do you create that wealth to support it. So I'm going to wrap this one up. It's an awesome episode. Hopefully you've heard a lot more about uh, asset blocks a business owner edition and if you did want to get access to any free training tools guides etc jump over to assetblocks.com.au and feel free to click on the free resources and download or get access to anything that you would like and if you did enjoy this episode and you are interested to go i'm australian business owner i want to understand how to create wealth be sure to subscribe to this podcast as well as sharing it with anybody that you know who's in the same situation. They might be chasing the hamster wheel as well in business. So thank you again for joining us and look forward to catching you in the next episode of Asset Blocks Business Owner Edition.